Hi guys and welcome back. Riddle, riddle, <laughs> riddle. So I have a riddle for you guys to unfold and the winner stands a chance of winning a call card or a recharge card of 500 Naira. So the riddle goes like this. If a chicken says that all chickens are liars, is a chicken telling the truth? Come on guys, <laughs> get to work. And let's start, let's get down to business. So, generally, living in peace is the most important thing in life, right? I guess you agree with me. And to every success or business, there must be a backup for peace. Before now, farmers and cattle herders did live in peace, irrespective of their businesses. But today, some factors have changed a lot of things, especially in the northeast of the country. Conflicts between the farmers and the cattle herders is becoming a norm in the society. To be precise, in Nigeria. <laughs> and this is influenced by a lot of factors which we are going to discuss today. And here with me today is my Aboki friend. And um, did I get it correct? He's from a Fulani tribe. I believe they say Aboki too, right? <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Malambelo. But Thanks. is it Aboki or in Fulani there is a word for friend? Yes, in Fulani there is a word for that, that is Sobajo. Which is? Sobajo. Sobajo. Yeah. Which means friend. Yeah. So in Hausa, Aboki is my friend. Yeah. In Fulani, Sobajo is my friend. Yeah. Wow. Ah. I will learn more before I come out here. <laughs> so, welcome to the ugly truth. Thank you very much. Here we, we we discuss our life experiences and what is happening in the society or in our environment today. So today we are going to discuss about um, the cattle herders and the farmers, which is what is happening in your community. Of course, yes. From, from what I've seen so far yeah. in my state. So tell us more about it. Why is this thing happening? And um, thank you very much for having me You're today in your podcast. I will start by my name. Yeah. Of uh, course, you need to introduce yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was being calling M. Billy Man. M. Billy Man. Uh, yeah. But that's not the name I know you with. I know you with Malambelo. Uh, that is okay. the Mohammed Beloli Man. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's an abbreviation. Okay. okay. Good. And um, I would like to start by the conflicts. Okay. You see, the conflict between farmers and herders, generally, mm -hmm. if you are talking about the conflict, it has nothing to do with religions or ethnicity. Really? Really. Okay. Okay. It has to deal nothing with this. It is largely above land and access to grazing land. Okay. And if you are to talk about the pastoralist or nomadic Fulanis, mm -hmm. that is those that can move with their kettles from yeah, one place to, to another, another looking uh -huh. for it pasture is, it, yeah. and water yeah. for their kettles. This problem was there before. Okay, far back. Yes, far back is there before. But since the introduction of the land of the local government reform in 1976, okay. where the traditional rulers was kept aside in resolving issues of land oh. or conflicts between the farmers and the herders. 
from that time, the things have changed into another scenario again. So basically you're saying the conflict started when the government took the rights from the traditional rulers? Of course, yes. It's changing. Okay. From what people know to another thing's different. Okay. And for the past these two decades, the thing turned worse. Wow. Because people are losing their lives. Of course, they're clashing, they're they fighting, they're killing themselves. That is so it. This one killed my cattle. This one said you entered my farmland. And all these things happen for the reasons behind it. And most of the media houses in this Northeast, they are afraid of saying the truth. So now, basically, what is the problem? Like, why is it happening? What's the reason? What's the problem between the farmers and the herders that leads to these clashes? It's all about the grazing land. Okay. What's about it? Course, because yes, there are lots things of things have been changing. Because if you can compare the population of nowadays and years back, okay. You will go. Of course, it's it's it's, yes, it's, keep, it's raising. Yeah, it keeps multiplying. A good it keeps it's, increasing. And then the grazing land must be occupied for families. For families. I see. Did you understand the? Yeah. Did you get the point? Yeah. Back to the Amnesty International Fund statistic. According to their research, they said fifty-seven percent. Out of 3,641 deaths recorded, it's happened in 2018. Between the farmers and the headers. And the headers. Wow. What the fuck? In 2018. Okay. They said also 310 attacks were recorded between 5 January 2016 and 5 October 2018. And the attack most frequent in those states like Adamawa, Taraba, Benue. Kaduna, Plateaus, other states include Ondo, Inigo, Oyo, Delta, and Edo State in Nigeria. And what makes this raise up to the level? I said from the beginning there is some factors. Yeah. So what what are the factors behind this? The factors behind these clashes are common to some and are not common to some. Why I said it's not common to some is because most of the media houses in this Northeast, they are hiding the truth. I'm sorry to say it, even though I'm from the Northeast. Yeah, guys, we are in Chimeta in Adamawa State. We are live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so um, the other day I was going out. I was in KK. So the KK, we had go slow only to discover that um, there, there was this castle header that was trying to pull his castles. If you see the, the how do they call it, a group of cattle? I don't know, but they were plenty sharp. Yeah. <laughs> so that. They are mostly in town, even in Abuja where I base, most of them are in town. Why? It still brings me back to what are the factors? Why are they not given a particular uh, path for them to, you know, go with their cattle inside the bush? Why come out into the town? Is it because they are trying to avoid clashes with the farmers or what? You know, before, I can say before, even though some are existing now. Okay. Before, there is three Keti roots. 
Okay. In Nigeria. Okay. We have the federal government mm -hmm. Keti rules. Okay. And we have the state government Keti rules. Okay. And local government Keti rules. These are the three rules for kettles. Yeah. And do you know the funny things? A kettle is not a human being. Of course. But it has sense. Of course not. Nah. I don't get sense. <laughs> it has yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Which is sometimes it pass human being level. In what way? Good. Let's take for instance. You are moving with your kettle for grazing mm -hmm. from Kaduna mm -hmm. to Abuja. Yeah. The road that you follow, follow, even if you forgot, you are kettled, you not forgot the road. Even in the next 10, 20 years? Uh, yes. Wow. <laughs> if you are to come back to Kaduna. Guys, I'm hearing that for the first time. You are kettled. Yeah. We'll show you the road. Wow. Interesting. That you follow, go to Abuja. So now, so the factors, yeah, the, the factors. secret factors behind these clashes, yes, that's that's where we are going to. Is began from the people allocating the land for farming. Okay, this is where the problem started. So they used to allocate the land for farming, not because of anything, just because of what they are going to get after these people pay, finish their crops. Okay. That is after harvest. They mm -hmm. used to give them something. Some percentage. A good. Okay. Out of what they get in the land. Okay. This is one factor. So those people, even if they don't have land, they have to use the cattle roots to give the farmers. Oh, which is not supposed yes, to be so. Yes, or grazing land. Which is not supposed to be so. That is it. I see. This is the one secret factor from the people that are allocating the land for farming. The second factor is not the flannies, it's not the base flannies, because okay. we have the base flannies mm -hmm. that used to stay in one place. Okay. They're not used to moving around, moving around with their cases. But we have those that are moving around too. Those that are moving around, looking for pasture, mm -hmm. they are the major cause of those clashes. Okay. Okay. If you can ask them, why is this happen every year frequently without changing? They will going to give you a story that you will going to reason twice on it. That is, you have to use your sense to say, yes, these guys, maybe, they are right. You know, why why, why I brought up this topic and I know you are in the right position to explain it better is because one, you are Fulani. And yeah. mostly, it's the clashes happen within your community. And I believe in Nigeria, to be precise, that's the origin, right? Okay, now, um, few few weeks back, we had a discussion and... Um, Someone said, if they ask the farmers, the farmers will say that the cattle headers are the problem. Yeah. If they ask the cattle headers, they say the farmers. The farmers are the problems. So now. But if you can go down to read, yeah. you will discover that both of them doesn't have problem. It's so, just a misunderstanding. 
Which is from where? Is it really it's from the leaders? It's from the leaders. Yeah, the political leaders or the government. Keep the politics aside. The the uh, community leaders, the district yes. leaders. Okay. The district leaders or the traditional leaders per se, and the security agencies. Sometimes they are the ones making these clashes. Okay. Because now, if a pastoralist want to move with his cattle let's take for instance he is from Niger he need to move with his cattle from Niger from Niger Republic mm -hmm. to Central Africa okay Republic yeah so he has to follow to Nigeria yeah a particular route for them right a good there is a particular route for, for them. them yeah and before these people come with their kettles. A single person cannot move with the kettles from Niger to Central Africa. Wow. So how do they do Why? it? Why? Because the tax mm -hmm. will be much for him, for him to pay. So they have to gather themselves, like 20 or 30 of them, to gather money, give their leaders, that is their elders, yeah to follow the road first, to clear the road for them. Okay, I understand. They have that clearance. Before they could go into, in, into a particular route. Uh, good. Okay. So their leaders will going to settle the traditional leaders. And the follow-up leaders. And the follow-up leaders and the security agencies on that road. And they are the one to give them debt for moving with their kettles. I see. Most of them, they used to give them on December. Mm -hmm. November, December. And you know, sometimes we have some issues with our rainy season. Yeah. Some farmers, even though the leaders that allocate the land for them, sometimes they didn't communicate with them that they should pack or harvest their crops That's immediately before that time. Because okay. they are expecting Fulanis, pastoralists Pass. to come and pass. Okay. If you can have the charges that these leaders are charging the Fulanis, my sister, <laughs> you will surprise. That's the truth about it. So, the, the so along the line, after clearing the road, then the leaders will communicate with their boys to them with their boys okay those that will going to move with the castles yeah to them good asking them just follow the roads that the road is free yes the road now is free so now basically but follow this road don't follow this road because we didn't settle with this man but we settle with this we man. Uh, settle with another man so okay. if you come from so 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 place just change the road follow another side along the line these haters as they are going with their cases, mm -hmm. since their elders have already informed them that they have cleared everything, they have the approval, the clearance. So they have the clearance. So even if they meet your farmland, they will going to finish with it before they passed, because they paid for it. They paid for it, with not knowing that the leaders that collected those money from their leaders did not pay the farmers. Didn't, yes, did not pay the farmers. Wow. 
And you as a farmer, you will not allow such happen in your farmland. True. Because you've invested your money. This is where the fight is started. I see. And if you can remember before, mm. past years back, yeah. a harder or a pastoralist will only move with his kettle, maybe with dagger, Yes, and stick and small guns, all the short, no, short no, no. guns. They don't used to carry guns before. But they do now. Yes, they do now because of this. Okay, because of the clashes. Because of the clashes. They have to defend themselves, their life and their, their livestock. Yeah. So now they are feeling like they have already paid everything. Why someone should come and stop them at the road? So they have to finish that man before they passed. And which, which, which basically brings us to the, the point that it's not the fault of the farmers, nor is it the fault of the cattle herders. Because sometimes they've paid for their clearance to pass through that particular route, yes. which those same elders, those district leaders have sold the land to the farmers to plant their crops. Sometimes and not, not the district there. leaders. Sometimes. Okay. These things happen without their knowledge. Sometimes. So even the district leaders who are in charge, they of, have some some people under them, like a particular body that governs them. No, like my anguas. They call them my anguas in this northeast. What's the meaning of my anguas? Sorry, I'm not from the northeast though. <laughs> they are answerable to the district head. Okay, are they like a particular leader or group or something? Uh, no, they are leaders. They are leaders too. They are leaders too. My anguas. Yes. In a geographical community area. Yes, community area. So sometimes they used to allocate land for farmers. Yeah. With intention that they will just going to end something. And do you know the funny thing? Every pastoralist or every fulani that has cattle, yeah. every year they used to pay tax for these cattle. You kidding me? They pay tax. They pay tax. Not for themselves, for the kettles that they have. There are a lot of things we don't know which is swept under the carpet. And I'm happy to have because you Because every kettle, they used to pay 150 naira annually. For every cattle. For every cattle. Each cattle. Each one cattle. cattle. One cattle. That means 150 naira for tax for one cattle. For one cattle. That means if you have like 200 cattle, 150 times 200. Times 200. Wow. It's crazy. You're going to pay it for the district to the district head, and he will going to take it to the local government, which is the Mayanguas. Not Mayanguas. The district head. The district head is not the Mayanguas. Yes. Okay. That one is past the level of the Mayanguas. Okay. So the district head is now going to take this money to the local government. To the local government. And from the local government, where is the money going to? This is what people don't know. Wow. Because this Fulani, if you can ask them, they can. They are always complaining that they used to pay tax, but they are not enjoying their tax because the government is not providing medicine for them or for their cattle, not providing the land for grazing for them, not giving them the access route for their cattle. Nothing, nothing. And you know something? Since the independence of this country, now we are having almost 50-something years. Yeah. 
and our politicians still campaigning with access roads, electricity. Yeah, and the rest of the other Yeah, yes, and portable water, good health, and rest. Do you know all these things, Fulani doesn't need it. Yeah, they just need the access route for their cattle. For their cattle only. And if possible, grazing land. Let me give you an example. Here in Adamao State, yeah. we have about 72 grazing land. 72? 72 grazing land. In all the local governments? Yeah, in we Adamao have 21 State. local government and 72 grazing land. Depends on the <clears throat> local government. Some okay. local government have three grazing land. Some are having one. Because of the Fulanis that's used to base the local government. Yeah. This is how they allocate it. Do you know the funny thing? As I'm speaking now, only two that are in existing. Two grazing land. One in Song local government and the other one in Mahabalwa local government. What happened to the rest of the 70? They have allocated to some people. To farmers and to builders. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. And if you can dig out who allocated this land to those people, you will going to find out is either from the traditional rulers or the government side. So basically, this this conflict is way beyond the from from what we're discussing right now. This conflict is way beyond the traditional rulers, not based on them only. I say it's way beyond yeah the traditional rulers. Yeah, and is it way beyond the government? It's not. It's not way beyond the government because there is nothing impossible to government. But, yes, true. Government is a government. So now, is it political? Most of these, their clashes. Most of these, their clashes. Is it political or is it really? It's not political. It's not religious. It's not religious. Are you sure? It's <laughs> not ethnicity, because most of the big people in town, yeah, they used to have cattle. Yeah. Yes, as yes. And access. Yes, yes. Especially because people in, in, in the paramilitary. I remember one time we had a discussion with one young man. He okay. was like, um, the cousin is in charge of um, cattle for one military general, something, something, something. Good. So, and those people, some are in the government, some are in the traditional shoe. Yeah. So, most of the herders yeah. that are looking for Pasture. Yeah. It's not their cases. Wow. Most of them is not theirs. They're, They're just, just working for people. That is that it. That owns the cattle. Yes. I see. So now, from your experience as a Fulani man who is based in the north, precisely from Jimeta here, right? Mm -hmm. So you're a Fulani man who is born and raised here in Adamawa State. So what do you think, the government aside, the traditional rulers aside, the menguas aside, what do you think should be the solution to stop these clashes? What do you think? Because I remember one time I had a discussion with, you know Mr. Paul, right? I know him. And we had a discussion with Mr. Paul. He said that he's from Norman. Norman. Yeah, Norman. Sorry, Norman. Yeah. Let me not murder the name. <laughs> he said, um, 
in his place, in his local government, that they have the clashes like every day. Not only in their places. Okay. It's almost everywhere. Yeah. It's almost everywhere. So what do you think should be the solution to, to, to all this? What do you think? There is solutions, but the implementation matters. Okay. Because there is no time. Every year after clashes, government used to set up a committee. So now, if you were placed in a place of power to, to, to implement those solutions, what will you do? First, the awareness. The awareness. In what on sense? how to live in peace together. Okay. Because most of the farmers doesn't know exactly what is happening on the ground. Okay. Likewise, the pastoralist okay. doesn't know what's happening on the ground. Yeah. I didn't mean they have known that these people that they used to give them money yeah. to have access roads are not communicating with farmers or are not settling the farmers. Yeah. They could have settled the farmers direct. By themselves. Yeah. Directly. Directly. And that will stop the whole conflict and everything. Good. Take your money, harvest your crop, I'm going to pass that so and so so period. That is and it. And that so and so so period will not be on the farm line. That is it. Wow. And they will going to prepare wow. for everything. Wow. Likewise, the farmers doesn't know that they are, the people that used to allocate the land for them to farm. Yeah as the same people that are collecting money so, from those pastoralists. So that brought the clash between the two. And they used to keep aside if these clashes happen. Wow, I never, never could have think of all this. What an amazing time to have this discussion together. And it has been so, so enlightening. And if these people can have an access of awareness, yeah. enough awareness of how to live together in peace, they will change. And um, the traditional and the local leaders should be put into in the sense of finding the way out or the way forward. Nice. So now, for what would be your last word to the people listening to this podcast? For those people that, I'm coming before that word, for those people that involve into allocating lands yeah. for farming yeah. should not be allocated a land for grazing to a farmer okay. or should not allocate a cattle root for farmers. Okay. I believe this will stop things. The last but not the least, yeah. the education matters. Yeah. We know things have changed. Of course, a lot, a lot, a lot of things have changed. As we said earlier, our population is growth up. Yeah. Every it's day. increasing every it's day. Increasing every day. So these farmers need to be teach on how to utilize a small piece of land to cultivate more crops okay. on it. This is the modern farming. And they need to have access to the tools for that farming from the government or any other responsible leaders. Likewise, the flannies, yeah. that is the pastoralist, yeah. need to be teaching yeah. or need to have knowledge on modern rearing so that they will stop moving from one place to another looking for pasture or water. Wow, 
That was enlightening. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you for coming or making our time to come and share all these experiences and ideas of what is happening in the Fulani community. It's between, my pleasure. Between the cattle herders and um, the the farmers. Thank you. Thank very you. Much. Thank you for being on the on this episode of the Ugly Truth. So, I'll always look forward having a discussion with you anytime, as long as I'm here. You are welcome, <laughs> even if you're not here. <laughs> Hi, guys, and this is going to bring us back to the end of the episode. At the beginning, at the beginning of this discussion, I threw a riddle to you guys, and I said, if a chicken said all chickens are liars, is that chicken saying the truth? So. If you get the answer to this riddle, you stand a chance of winning a 500 naira worth of airtime. So, guys, uh, let's get to work. And you know the gig now. You can, you know, slide into my DM, ask questions, so drop a comment, and share this on any social media podcast. And find me at Abam Ogban on Facebook and at Abam underscore Ogban on Instagram. See you guys next week on the next episode. I'm still your host, Abam Owen, and this is The Ugly Truth. Bye.